Fred Film Radio, Venice Film Festival, Italy. Fred Film Radio, welcome uh, one and welcome all to the first uh, edition of our daily program right here from the International uh, Venice Film Festival, uh, the 2020, uh, 2022 edition. That 90 degree one, I think, is going to throw me off every one of my interviews because I'm just staring at it it's the 79th edition but there's a story behind the 90th year right because <laughs> anyways let me introduce my guests for this daily we're not going to have three guests anymore for the rest of the for my of my so permanent treat yeah it's Angelo Acerbi everyone's beloved Angelo Oof. Acerbi thank you and everyone's beloved David Martos how beautiful you are oh thank you very much yeah. <laughs> I did have considerable nice plastic yes, surgery so elegant <laughs> thank you very much I did have considerable plastic surgery just in the, for this <laughs> festival we're not going to have David very long so uh, yeah. thank you for doing this where are you well, disappearing to right? where are you disappearing to now where are you going because I have to attend the press conference of the jury and we have a Spanish director there Rodrigo Sorogoyen which is Never very well known in Spain <laughs> fortunately in Spain yeah and I have to make some questions there so Good. I have to go. Excellent. And so uh, we, we must start with him. Now, Angelo, do you have any questions? For him? For me? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh now you are on the grill, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, let's talk about the, the, the Spanish president of the festival okay. this year, because you know everything about that. Well, you are. Uh, who is it? Penelope is here again. Penelope is I mean, here she's again been here every single year. Yeah. She should get a life or something. <laughs> I think, yeah, Venice I think loves she has a, a specific room for her at the yeah. Excelsior Hotel. Of she's course, of course. She's going to be here with two <laughs> films, one in competition called La Immensita uh, from Emanuele Crialese. Well, like she, she speaks a very good Italian, that film. Yeah, I mean, I just does. saw the trailer with I haven't seen it yet, but she seems Many, to be right? gorgeous, as usual. We only saw a clip of, of her uh, dancing to Rafaela Carrà. Mm-hmm. like setting up a table, which is really delicious. And she's going to be here, too, with a Spanish film in Horizonte that she's producing. It's the debut of a Spanish actor, now director, Juan Diego Boto. It's called On the Fringe, En los Márgenes, in Spanish. And it's about people being evicted from their houses uh, by the banks in Spain. So it's a really social and interesting um, topic in, in our country. She's the main star. And Javier Bardem, her husband, is going to be here too in a short film with Chris Rock by Sally Porter. Um, oh. what a, what look a at me. Rock. I mean, what, yeah. what a nice. trio. I mean, is Chris Rock here? I don't think, she, I don't I think don't he's coming. I don't think he's coming, unfortunately. They, them both were protagonists of the big film moment of the year with Will Smith, of course, at the Oscars. Yeah, I, don't care. I just like Chris Rock. I don't care about that. I, I'm a big fan of his. I think he's a great comedian. He's a great comedian. And it's, yeah, it I is shocking what happened at the Oscars, but I wish, you know, now, now, now uh, hopefully... Did you, did you read that he just turned down the offer of, of uh, uh, being the next Oscar Post? presenter? It is, uh, Chris Rock? Yeah. yeah. Well, of course. He was offered and he said, no, I don't think it's going to be easy to find an, another Oscar host now. <laughs> opening monologue should have been really rocky. Yeah. Behind, the, behind the glass. <laughs> what, yeah. With bodyguards I, on sign. I know? don't want to get carried away, but what Will Smith was, was incredible. I mean, it's just crazy. It's... It's shocking and I can't believe it. Yeah. So. Something snapped. Yeah, and yeah. It was, yeah. And it was, in, that's it. Yeah, yeah. There are moments in life in which uh, you lose it. Yeah. You lose it. You lose it. It happens. And it happened to him in the worst moment. The worst moment <laughs> yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Probably, With yes. Millions of eyes looking at him. Hopefully nothing like that will happen throughout the course of these days in Venice, especially not at the uh, Fred Film Radio Studios. Yeah, well. Because if I get a punch <laughs> well, from no, Will Smith, I die. you know, some buzz, though. You know, <laughs> some, some and clicks. 
I, I, you know, I, I did think because because for a while I considered not coming, but I, Why? I did think that maybe I would you come, but I would us? be a provocateur, you know, just to ask all of the uncomfortable questions, you know. But uh, I think uh, maybe we shouldn't do that because we lose <laughs> our partnership with the best. You know, the role of, of Fred is to promote, not yes. to of yeah, of course, excite. Well, excite in a good way, not in a bad way. Anzio, you and I are going to talk about what films we're yeah, looking just, forward just to. We just use him. Exploit yeah, me. Exploit so now me. I want to find out before you leave because we are not allowed to review any. Well, we'll review some films, but not the films that you watched this morning. Uh, I watched one film. film. Yeah, one. And film. the director is coming to Fred and the and the lead yeah, protagonist, so hopefully today. So exactly. yeah. we can't talk about it. It's a major film, of course. We can't talk about it, but I want to know from you what are the films that you're looking forward to seeing the most. I'm really looking forward to see Blonde, the oh, new yeah, film by too. Andrew Dominic, with Ana de Armas, which, who is not Spaniard, but he, she lived in Spain for many years. She's half Cuban. Uh-huh. And, and uh, she's so good. She's amazing. Always, in every single yeah. path of her career. She was a good Bond girl. She was great in Blade Runner, in, in um, Knives Out. Knives Out, yeah. So, I mean, Ana de Armas is, is, is the and big she, star I mean, in this From festival. the pictures, and the, the photos that we saw, she actually looked most, I mean, nearly exactly like Marilyn. Yeah. And the laugh. I mean, I saw a trailer too, and she laughs, and she's Marilyn. It's amazing. Yeah, I'm definitely going to try to avoid that film. <laughs> well, but, uh, yeah, you know, I do you not don't like have to watch it because we are going to watch it. Okay. For sure. It's covered, we're guys. We're going to fight on who's going to interview you. Yeah. <laughs> but I know, I'm not, I'm, I know that I won't uh, do the interview, but, uh, but hopefully she will come. And hopefully she'll come dressed like Marion. Wouldn't that be awesome? That would create buzz. <laughs> Wouldn't that be yeah, awesome? Well, I don't think that she would. Never Maybe happen. she's stuck in the character, right? I don't and think she's she now yeah. forever. It would be nice, though. It would be nice <laughs> at least if she, if she could do the red carpet, yes. like Marilyn-ish yeah. dressed up. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there is another powerful woman uh, coming to Venice tomorrow who is Kate Blanchet. Blanchet. Oh, yes. Kate Blanchet with Tar. Another person who's always here. She's an but, orchestra conductor. That's what we know by oh, now. A legendary. Yeah, it's a real story. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's another biographical film, yeah. yeah. Legend, yeah. That's going to be interesting. Tar and this movie, uh, we're going to watch it um, later tonight. Tonight, yes. Oh, wow. so it's, it's a, a, it's a long one. It's no, a long one. No, no, oh, no. Yeah, no. 158 minutes. Fuck, really? Yeah. yeah. Like the one we saw this morning. So I have to reserve dinner later than what I thought. Uh, yeah, you should. <laughs> okay. Yes. Some, uh, you know, these, these, are, these are the real issues and problems that we have to face here. When we could eat. Because the issue here is, and I would throw this info in the, in the air, it's very difficult to eat in the Lido after 10.30 and after 10 at night. Because the ah, kitchens yeah. are closed. Everything is closed. Eating healthy in the Lido is well, impossible. Eating healthy is not even an issue anymore. What about cheap? <laughs> eating cheap? Eating point would be at any point of the at day. At any yeah. point, some, even some food. And yeah. so, um, but there's going to be more people this year at the Lido than the last two years. Yeah. It might be a bit strange because uh, the, the last two years, maybe we as professionals have kind of like been spoiled because it was a little yeah. easier to find the tickets, was, was, yeah. Yeah. get around. You know, if you were rushing for an interview, you still use the Lido last yeah. year, and the the, the security uh, you know um, checks might be even more challenging because the lines will extend to you know to the to, to the ferries. You know, no, through there is more attendance this year. I mean. We can already so see it now for a number of people. For example, when I go, when I call to rent my bike, the lady told me, "Oh, 
you better you call because we are running out of bikes, which is mm. the first time in five years. Yeah. And so. for the first time in three years, there are no masks in sight. I mean, you have to wear it in the Vaporetto, mm. but uh, this morning in the screening room, I mean, well, almost no one. No, yeah, because it's 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 a uh, it's not compulsory. It's suggested, it's but it's not compulsory. But no one followed the, the suggestion. I mean, well, our boss did. Federico was wearing it. And I think, to be honest, it would Depends be best because he's, I mean, have, he's know, an example to all of us. <laughs> I, for me, I think I wish they could they could wear the mask because I don't want to be missing my flight back because I have coronavirus. <laughs> Even though I'm not no. too worried about the virus anymore because I've got like four vaccines in me. I still well, don't want to miss countries are relaxing like the measures and the checks and yeah. you know you have to yeah. I mean yeah. you don't have to test yourself yeah, anymore d- and thank goodness for that because that would have been a challenge it was, as it was very nice to talk to you I think you have to go my I dear. have to rush because you have to go thank you so much guys any final words um, may rest in peace no oh. uh, enjoy this <laughs> festival it's yeah. going to be very huge we'll right. be around we'll see much of us of uh, everyone if, yes even, absolutely even too much. and yeah, I will be around but I'll I'll come back so Thank you very Bye-bye much. Bye-bye, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Angelo and I are going to remain oh, for just a couple of more minutes. And now, Angelo, it's your turn to tell us which um, films you are looking forward to Do you to want most. me to move here? Yes. We could, you, I'm well, closer because it's nicer to talk. The director could. We're closer. Yes. Uh, well, what we, can t- we, we can talk about the, open, the pre-opening night film of yesterday. Yesterday night. Oh, please do. Screening of oh God, I don't remember. Stella Dallas. Stella Dallas, yes. Stella by Henry Dallas King. By Harry King, which was the first original version of the story on which King Vidor based this Barbara Stanwyck film on in like six or seven years after that. Yeah, and it was a sound version because this and is a silent version. Yeah, this is a silent version uh, which was with, with live music uh, with a score that was, a, was specifically rewritten by Stephen Holm on this based on the original score that was written for the movie back then but I mean, ba- loosely based. And it was uh, performed by the Gaga Symphony Orchestra, which is a young, uh, under 35 uh, year old orchestra of uh, 60 elements. Yesterday there were like 30 of them. And it's based here in Veneto. And it's weird because they have this name because they, they are specialized in rendering symphonic versions of pop songs. This right. is why they called Gaga because they were referred to Radio Gaga by yeah. Queen and Lady Gaga, the, yes. lady, the Lady Gaga. So you had a good time. It was, yeah, I had a good time. I, of, I mean, of course, it's a movie of 1932 or 1933. I don't remember. So it's a little bit melodramatic and it's a little bit quick. And I mean, in the sense that things happen quickly, time passes quickly. There is, but this was the way they were making movies then. Oh, and yeah. no, it was it was it was really a nice uh, a nice evening. Uh, the, the the screening was uh, the it was a restoration print made by MoMA and by the Film Foundation in the US. So we had the MoMA responsible there. The MoMA head of film was there, and the guy who did the uh, restoration was there. So they talked a little bit. Well, I mean, it was nice. It was That's, really nice. I, I like the way that Venice begins. The festival is really yes. There's an opening film, but there's a pre-opening film, yeah. and it's a classic. It's cla- and, and it, the real homage to the real, mo- the real movie lovers. And perhaps it was maybe released 90 years ago. Seen as this is kind of the, the we'd have to check that. Maybe we maybe that check. was one of the reasons. I, but I, yeah, I don't think it was here. It was released in Italy with under another title in 1933. Mm. I read that. Yeah. 
with another, but whatever. Yeah. And it was a huge successful film, by the way. And oh, yeah. she was uh, the, this actress that I don't remember, Belle, Belle something. She was very famous back then, but then once the sound came... One of those couldn't of transition. They couldn't transition. No. But uh, I, you know, what's interesting? I love that film, and I love the uh, King Vidor version too. I think I haven't it's seen it yet. So now I'm very curious to watch it. Oh, Barbara Stanwyck in that film is Barbara Stanwyck is one of my favorite American actors. You, you enjoy, you like evil women. Yes, how do you know? <laughs> I was imagining that. Yes, I no. always say that, you know, I'm not interested in women who wouldn't be able to stab me when I'm sleeping. Oh, and but, she uh, is. She was very able to do that. And that has led to much unhappiness in my life. But uh, getting back to it, if you watch the King Vidor film, King Vidor was uh, a fan of the original version, and there's a sequence when they're in the cinema and they're watching a movie, her and her daughter, if for anyone who doesn't know the, the plot, we shouldn't get stuck into it, but there's a scene like that, and the film you see projected is the Henry King version of oh, Stella yeah. Dallas. So oh, yeah, that's, it's that's, an amazing that's a nice film. tribute. Yes, it's a tribute. So it goes to show that King, King Vidor is a legend too. I mean, yeah. I, if I start talking about that stuff, I am lost. So let's take it back to contemporary times, Angelo, and well, tell me. Well, contemporary times are uh, yes. the, the Giornata degli Autori started. Yes, and we oh, both yeah. saw the two different films of right. that section. Yeah, uh, let's let's begin with the. Non-official one. Shall I... Yeah, oh, you I, go, go a, first. A, a, a film by my good friend Mark Cousins, you know, uh, one of the uh, preeminent uh, film thinkers of, uh, you know, pop, very popular kind of uh, uh, film thinkers of our generation. It makes great points, but in a very uh, fun, uh, accessible, poetic manner. So it's not something that frightens you. So even if the film deals with something like as pivotal and important in the Italian history as the March on Rome and the rise of fascism and also seen with a contemporary mindset. So its repercussions and how what happened then still reflects some of what's happening now. Uh, it's, uh, Many movies are like this. Will they, yeah. and they will be like this. Yes. In this, in this monster. And one of the starting points is actually a film uh, that was done in, uh, in and around the March on Rome, documenting the March on Rome, although it was kind of tampered footage, you know, for the sake of propaganda. Um, it, it was called Danoi. And I forget the uh, the name of the director of that film, but it was like a you know it was almost like a precursor film to the works of Leni Riefenstahl, then later in Germany with the Nazi uh, na Nazi propaganda machine. But uh, in any case, it's a very it's a very good kind of uh, observation on the historical context of what fascism meant and also of masculinity, because a lot of it also revolves around this hyper masculine kind of stance that fascism took, the whole cult of virility and just violence and toxic masculinity. And also how some of that, a lot of that is reflected in the politics of some of the most controversial politicians of our time, some of whom are running for the Italian elections, which will be very soon, exactly. and who are not necessarily men. <laughs> no, exactly. But, <laughs> well, you know, um, I want to, because, I mean, I haven't seen the film, but I, I was talking with a colleague yesterday, and she was telling me that the film was not, on her opinion, not, ex not historically pristine and correct. So there were some kind of not historical mistakes, but like um, it's not academic. It's not academic. Definitely exactly. not. It's not academic, and he's is assuming stuff, and he's is uh, yes. he's saying things that are not exactly correct. Yeah, it's true, but that is the Mark Cousins way. He yeah, says yeah. things that are very, very personal, and he makes it clear throughout the, all of his films that it's his uh, way of seeing. A lot of what he makes is. 
seeing things and the art of looking and really uh, most people who watch most people who watch footage from any time in Mussolini's life, lifetime they only know such a small percentage of it but if you have a good education and a good background you are able to kind of you should be able to recognize that Mussolini was a controversial yeah, and actually man. <laughs> the key issue is, is on that if you are yeah able to read through it and that's it it does that's the criticism that a lot of people do uh, to give to Mark Cousins even when he only talks about cinema is that he doesn't give you the information but I think that uh, he uh, with this film too he, he kind of makes you curious enough to dig deeper and to maybe see things in a different light so I, I, I appreciated it and I think you know it's, it's not it's going to resonate I'm, I would be so curious to see how people react to the film uh, while they're watching it. I told, uh, I interviewed him uh, earlier and I told him when you have that picture of, because he does have a picture of Giorgia Meloni, that <laughs> uh, name dropped, you know, our friend Giorgia Meloni, uh, <clears throat> how are they going to react? Because she has put in a very specific category of politicians who are very controversial. So will there be... Which is, so it's will not... There, will there be some booze, maybe? She is very popular. We can't deny that. <laughs> no, not, not, not exactly in the, in the cultural world, mm. let's say it. That's true, that's true. Well, and then I... You talk about... The, the, this was not a competition, a special event screening. No, it's special events, yes. Special event right. screening for the Giornata Autori. And I watched and interviewed earlier this morning the director of the opening film, Dirty, Difficult and Dangerous. Right. Uh, Wassam Sharif which is a, is a, is a Lebanese film L- L- Lebanese director and it's a weird love story um, between these two persons uh, he is a Syrian refugee and she is an Ethiopian caregiver that works with old people that is uh, bullied and, and harassed by these people she works for and nobody gives a damn about this uh, the director told me that he didn't want to make a regular classical movie about refugees and, and uh, uh, poor people because he didn't want to be painful and, and uh, um, a lament he didn't want to create a lament film so the film is, is uh, it's weird because it's uh, it treats very serious issues it's very light but not silly at all very serious but very light and it has this additional fantastic um, side to it because the main character has a sickness that nobody can understand and his, his, his body transforms and turns into metal yes. little by little wow so but it's not science fiction they do say Angelo that we have a lot of metal in our bodies he was saying that you know the thing the, um, where Sam told me that he was wounded as a, as a child by a bomb when he was very little right. so he was he went under surgery and he still has small pieces of metal in his body so this was his projection of his personal experience and we are we are made of many elements you know but this the fact that this um, additional fantastic element is treated in a in a very easy and plain way it's very nice yeah. it's a strange it's, it's a strange film to open a section with yeah. because it's not flamboyant or is not uh, you know um, shocking or it doesn't have like huge um, features as, yeah. as if, if I can say but it's 
actually working. Right. Well, Giornata degli Autori is always an interesting section of the festival, right? There's Here's always surprises. Filled with, filled with Italian films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty yeah. of Italian films. Too many. Too many. Yeah, you tell <laughs> us, you know. Yeah. That's going to mean that I'm going to have to do way too many it- interviews in Italian. I'm sorry about that, my dear, <laughs> but you will have to. I know, I know. I know they're already in the schedule. But Angelo, let's have a little fun. And like I asked David, I want to know what films you were looking forward to uh, at this well, year's festival. I was looking now, we forward... We talked about Blonde. Yeah, I was looking for. I'm, I'm looking forward to Blonde. I was looking forward to the opening film that we saw, but we cannot oh, say you anything can't about it. Nothing at all? Nothing Zero? All. No, no, no. And uh, the Inarito film is very interesting to me. Uh, yeah. I mean, I would like... Even if it's... I, I'm, I'm trying to draw a little... Uh, un, un, um, to be annoyed by long films. Like yes. length, the length to me is is a uh, yeah, and this one is a very long film, but still, it think I think that it would work because he is a very talented director and is what is a one of the most daring ones. Really, and in terms that I mean, to me, it always triggers something that makes me. Uh, yeah, yeah. Maybe it annoys me, disturbs me, but still, but but it stays in my mind. So, which is a good. Good, good, good. Well, I'm personally looking forward to seeing uh, a film that was shot in uh, the, the, the county that I, was, that I grew up in. <laughs> not, not the place where I grew up in, but I'm talking about the Banshees of Inishirin or Inishirin. <laughs> People say it all in all kinds of manners. But uh, I'm looking forward to that because, uh, yeah, it's going to be, you know, I, I have been to these places and I've actually played music in these places too. So uh, it, I'm, I'm looking forward to see how it's represented. It's by uh, Martin McDonough. His brother is also uh, a, a very, you know, a, a director, uh, John McDonough. And uh, they are both... A, a, but Martin returns to uh, Ireland after being going all Hollywood on us and, uh, and returns to the west of Ireland, the rural west of Ireland. I think it's a story between two men who are alone, you know, and they, they're the only people they can be friends with. And then one day they start, decide to stop being friends. To me, it's like Bergman stuff, you know. It's like <laughs> yeah. I love that plot. Even if it wasn't him, I would watch. And even if it was like a remote island in the, in the north, northern northern part of Scandinavia I would watch it because it's just I, I, this is the stuff that interests me so it's rocking my world and another film Angelo this is going to be very left field Abel Ferrara's film because I really want to see oh God, Shia LaBeouf as Padre Pio yeah this, is, this could be a clash of, of like a mental clash because you know this is going like to be people, so good uh, I mean if you can imagine two, fi- two figures that has the further away one from the other are <laughs> Padre Pio and Abel Ferrara, like the devil uh, and the holy water. But he's very religious now. I mean, yes, yes. You know, like all those men who have like a very hectic and weird yes. and strange <laughs> life, yeah. growing older, they started to mm. turn out and maybe they reconsider. Let's yeah, say yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, I mean, you know, just the casting itself is fascinating. I, I'm looking forward to it. I know it's going to be wild, and uh, and I, I, I really, I know it's Shalabov's not going to be here, but it's yeah. probably for the best. I just, Luckily, because you know it's not a very easy yeah, guy yeah. to deal with. And uh, you know, we talked about uh, uh, the, you know Marilyn, the blonde uh, red carpet, and the actress should walk down uh, the, the red carpet. <laughs> Imagine so Shalabov <laughs> walked in a well, monk's uh, outfit, uh, just like you know, <laughs> with, with actual stigmata. No, I'm really. I'm really curious because uh, I know that you're going to interview them, him or whatever. Thank God, I'm, I'm so happy about be. that. I'm and I really, 
uh, I'm really curious to see what his take on it is going to be. So what what is his idea? And he managed to convey this idea through through the film to the audience. I don't know. See, Eva Ferrara to me, if I could sit down with him for a full hour, if there, if I, I I would want I would pay. To just interview him for a full pay. hour. We have to interview him. <laughs> I need free. to find sponsors <coughs> and do a special, finance a special for Fred, where I speak with Abel Ferrara for an hour or two hours. He would probably talk the whole time, because he loves to talk. And I love to hear He him. loves to talk and to mumble, too. And he doesn't drink anymore or take drugs anymore. So uh, that's another sign that he's gone really religious on us. So probably it's, it's, it's not as slow yeah. as it was back in the days when he was on the drugs. Yeah, yeah. But there's plenty to watch. I mean, I'm only going to be here until the 8th. So hopefully I'm going to be making the most out of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to look forward to You know that every time they, they get us used to... I have some surprise at the yeah. very end. Some, I want some to be surprised. surprise at the I, very end. I have to be surprised. I need to be surprised. I am so... Uh, there's, this, is, this is the 90th... Well, this is the this 79th. Is 79th but edition. the 90th edition, yeah, in, in years, right? Years-wise. Well, and next year will be the 80th. So it will yeah. be like... Uh, two, it doesn't make I think they, they're confusing us. <laughs> well, they shouldn't have introduced that at variance. Well, you should say this 79th edition. Also, it, it looks 90 degrees. And the first thing I thought about when I looked at the post poster had nothing to do with films so i think it was a misguided thing but anyways angelo i need to be surprised this is this is how many times have you how many years have you been coming to venice oh god the first time i came to venice festival was 1993 right so a long time i've only i've been coming for nine years now which is a lot yeah it's still a lot you know i need to be surprised i i've seen i feel like i've seen so much already it yeah, takes you know, as you come keep coming back. You need to have those moments that Bertolucci especially always to be. About. Uh, you know, the lineup on paper is amazing this year. Yeah. Names, directors, actors, uh, newcomers, everything reads gorgeous. We we have to hope that everything is actually as gorgeous as it reads. That's it. Yeah. Final thing. All right. So we may we may might not have uh, enough time to talk about this. So who's getting the lifetime achievement award this year? The, um, Catherine Deneuve Catherine Deneuve right. and Paul Schrader too okay so let's talk about Catherine Deneuve well and Catherine Deneuve is, we, we were supposed to have an interview with her but she cancelled all the interviews so she she will come and make uh, well the, the, she will receive the award she will make a, a, a press conference of by 20 yeah. minutes and that's it like Belmondo did when he came on when he came but Mr. Paul Schrader is here on two like with two hats as a recipient of a Lifetime Achievement Award and as a f- film director for his new film. How convenient for yeah. the festival, right? Well, they didn't have know, to pay for two tickets. We have to make scale economy <laughs> everywhere. Exactly. Know, we have to here. economize. So, uh, Angelo, I think, okay, so maybe we'll leave uh, the comments for, for another day because I think we, we, we're going to return to it oh, yeah. for sure. Oh, and uh, Catherine Love deserves, I think, more than maybe more one than, minute. Yeah, exactly. Because besides her being so unreachable, she yeah. made like she is a little, a good chunk of his of his or cinema, Absolutely. and she's she, you know she's one of I I don't want to say I hope she's not listening but she's one of the few remaining. Yeah. Well, well they're all. Know. I think she knows. Well, she's uh, <laughs> she's, she's she's like I'm precious. Her, she's saving. Yeah, herself. I'm worthy. I'm worth because I'm worth it, guys. Uh, well, this was just a test, really, uh, and I think we it went pretty all right. Yeah. I think we passed the audition. So we so, warm we we warmed up for the next. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a very relaxed, and this is our new studio. I don't know if you guys can tell, 
But uh, I want to say I want to thank everybody before before we wrap things up because I know that uh, I'm not going to because you mean before there's any our, our audience doesn't doesn't see it, doesn't know it. But, but I want have, to thank the five people who listened. We can look live. at the sky from there. You yeah. see, like like we were suspended in the yes. sky in the, in the clouds, which is not. Uh, it's nice, it was there was a thunderstorm tonight. So great humidity is. Getting the best out of us. In the, in the meantime, guys, keep following our stuff everywhere. We are everywhere. Fred from Radio is everywhere. It's scary. On it's Instagram, a, on Facebook, on our website. On, on TikTok. Nope. Because uh, we're not five years old. Exactly. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, we're on Pinterest. Uh, <laughs> no, we're not. <laughs> We're, we are in a lot we of should, places actually, So if you are interested are great, like We do the spells. best, most complete coverage Of anybody in Venice. in Venice We've been doing it consistently And it's remarkable what we can do And it's only like five of us <laughs> We do four, everything Four and a half So thank you very much for listening guys And uh, keep, watching Fred, keep watching and listening to Fred Film Radio Keep watching the sky Because you don't know if it'll fall on you uh, I've heard something But in the meantime Angelo thank you for joining us Thank you David Matt. thank you for joining us Thank you <laughs> And this is Fred Film Radio The Festival Insider Fred Film Radio 24-7 on Fred.fm and smartphone apps.